0: Hello and welcome. This is Christina Hills, the Shopping Cart Queen, and welcome to my interview with Judith and Jim on soft sell marketing. Judith and Jim are the producers of Bridging Heart and Marketing 2, and I'm going to be interviewing them, and we're going to be talking about um, what is soft sell marketing. Well, until recently, the sales voice, of Internet marketing has been dominated by the hard-sell business-to-business folks who promise insane profits from explosive lead generation created by killer copy and these, you know, over-the-top ways of selling to people. And it's been very successful for many. But for most of you, it has not been a good fit with your values or even how you feel about sales and marketing. Well, happily, there's a new sales voice emerging, and the husband and wife team, Judith Shervin and Jim Schnikowski, I hope I said that right,
1: yeah. are,
0: I just like to call you guys Judith and Jim, are the leading voice for what has become known as soft sell Internet marketing. Now, they're also the only producers of the Internet Marketing Conference, specifically for the soft sell community. And I'm interviewing them tonight because I'm going to be speaking at the Bridging Heart and Marketing 2 Conference, which takes place September 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Ayers Hotel, just minutes from the Los Angeles airport. And I'm very excited to be on the platform there speaking And meeting you in person, I love to meet my customers in person and uh, clients and prospects, people who are on my list. And I'll be sharing with you my expertise so that you can make your shopping cart your next best friend and improve your sales process. It's all about taking your website and improving the buying process when people come to visit you online. So the underlying theme of the conference is that selling is a spiritual service, and you want to be sure that you stay on the call, because later I'm going to tell you how you can get a very special discounted tuition for the conference, and I want to see you there and meet you in person. Well, when I heard about this conference, I was very excited to become a part of it, because I've been online I don't know how many years I've had my business, four or five years. And the hard sell approach has never quite fit well with me. And I, you know, constantly getting advice that you have to hard sell, hard sell. And it just doesn't, this doesn't feel so good to me. And so, you know, I just decided I'm going to market and I'm going to sell the way that feels right to me. And sometimes I do get caught up in some, you know, hard sell tactics because people push me into that. And then I'm always pulling back. And I find when I sell myself and my business, the way that resonates inside of me and feels good to me, I do much better. Yeah. And this is what Judith and Jim is is all about. And um, let me just introduce them. Uh, they are a husband and wife Psychology team and online marketers. They are the creators of their soft topic copywriting secrets course and co-creators of the first step internet marketing course. As a husband and wife psychology team, Judith and Jim are also best selling authors of five relationship books. Their Bridging Heart and Marketing Conference is the only internet marketing conference for the soft sell community. And as guest experts, they've been on over 1,500 television, radio shows. Wow! How do you guys have time for all that? <laughs> uh, including Oprah, 48 Hours, CNN, Canada AM, The Daily Buzz, and The View. All right. Well, I want to get started. Uh, um, Finished with my introduction, and I want to just jump in to the interview questions. So, first of all, Judith and Jim. Let's start by defining what soft sell marketing is and what it's becoming and how you guys are the leading voice in this new way of selling it and how you got to this point in your professional life.
1: Well, to start with, when Jim and I got involved in Internet marketing just about three and a half years ago, we were not at all skilled in sales or marketing, because as psychotherapists, psychotherapist, that was really pretty forbidden. And we also were not technologically uh, skilled. So we were really starting fresh. And we were working then in the relationship area, where our books are aimed. And everything was going along fine for a little while. Then we created a large program called Smart Dating for Success Every Time Guaranteed, and we knew we needed some professional copywriting. And we contacted someone that was recommended, seemed very heartfelt, seemed to understand what we were saying about that this product was for mature men and women who were serious about finding a long-term committed relationship. It wasn't anything lighthearted or silly. And he reviewed the program, and we thought we were set. And then we got the copy back and the headline on that sales copy, I always forget the exact detail. Jim, what did it say?
2: Bear with me if I just reiterate. This was a, uh, sale, this was a dating product for people who were serious, had been around, and really wanted to settle down. So the headline that came back was, you're doing something every night of the week that's screwing up your sex life on Saturday night and you don't even know what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> exactly. So we gulped a few times. We dismissed that person and thought, well, okay, we are writers. Let us take a crack at it. And pretty soon Alex Mandozian contacted us and he said, you know, you guys are writing great soft topic copywriting. I'm keeping a file of what you're doing. It's so good. Why aren't you teaching it? Nobody else is teaching soft topic copywriting. So that's what we did. We started teaching the course, and we taught it many times over, and it put us in direct contact with all of our soft cell community, people who were coaches, healers, spiritual counselors, ministers, interior designers, uh, anger management specialists, uh, uh, horse uh, thespian uh, therapy. I can't remember what all that was. All of a sudden, we were in direct communication with our people who were likewise saying, you know, all that hard-sell stuff doesn't work for us. We were going to conferences, the more hard-sell typical conference, and out in the halls over lunch, we would be with our soft-sell community, the caregivers, the change agents, and we'd all be saying, you know, this isn't quite right. So that just, took
0: us. Just to um, make sure everybody listening on the call knows the terminology The soft-topic community is what?
2: Well, the soft-topic community are basically caregivers. I'm going to – Caregivers, Yes, basically caregivers. And that doesn't mean therapists and massage artists and physicians. It means we have people who are – for example, there's a woman who does homeschool curricula. She provides curricula to folks. We've got other people who sell linens. We're talking about people who are doing a, a life-enhancing, self-development kind of material. We're going to get into more specifics as we go through this as this hour with you. But generally right. speaking, they are caregivers, and we met them. And we met them at all of our all the conferences we attended early on, and we connected with them because be, we are as well.
0: And that could also be coaches. Absolutely, oh, coaches. Absolutely,
2: absolutely coaches. right.
0: Right,
1: absolutely, Uh, coaches of any kind, even financial planners who are coaching people in thinking differently about money where they have to speak to the heart of what people care about in terms of family concerns and so forth. So it's probably about 98% of people who are online marketers, even offline, about 98% of the people fall into the soft sell community where... Hard-hitting sales copy, hard-hitting marketing tactics just don't fit for who you are and who you're marketing to, much less what you're marketing.
0: That's great. I mean, so the soft topic, soft sell community, is someone who is selling or giving a service that is life-enhancing.
2: Correct. 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 Sure. Not just necessarily it does we are not eschewing money by any means, and one of the problems in the soft sell community is they have often have trouble pricing, they have trouble determining their price they have trouble con- conducting a uh, financial transaction. We are not by any means d- demeaning that. That's altogether important, as a matter of fact, very, very important. It's just that money is not the necessary object of the exchange. For example, Christina, when you are when you are doing what you do and you are helping somebody understand the, the uh, shopping cart, you might get into how this works or how that works. And granted, in the long run, there's going to be money as a consequence of all of that, but the immediate transaction is not exactly about money like it would be if you were selling a stock for a bond
0: right right it's about well for me it's about helping others yes it's yes. about teaching others in a way that you know people are want to be taught you know and so I get people coming to me saying you know finally you've explained this in a way that I can understand correct right and and that giving of myself to my students is what motivates me
1: right because you are relationship oriented when you are teaching in that way, you exactly. care about the other person. You're not just wanting to get the sale.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right. So let's talk about the difference between ROI and ROE. This is an interesting concept that you guys introduced me to. So tell me, you know, what's that all about?
2: It's perfect timing for that question, Christina, because this is what really signifies the difference between hard sell and soft sell marketers. ROI means return on investment. So if I am engaged in a return on investment transaction with you, Christina, I am going to buy a product from you or buy a service from you. I'm going to give you a check. And my full expectation is by the use of your product, I'm going to get my check back plus a profit, and that's my return on investment. So the entire transaction is focused around and is engaged with the increase in the money that I have spent so that I can get a return on my investment. Now, for example, Christina, let's say that you are a parenting counselor. And Judith and I have a child, five-year-old, and we're having difficulty or some problem with the child. And we come to you, and we ask for your help, and you give us your help, and it works. And whatever problem we've had with the child has been resolved, and we give you a check. We are not expecting the check to come back to us plus a profit, because that's not the nature of the exchange. So we use a term we call ROE, which is Return of Experience. Because in that case, as a parenting counselor or, for that matter, a musician or an artist or uh, somebody who's designing a wedding gown, the object of the exchange is to enhance and change your life experience. And when you do that with this five-year-old, then you have changed our life experience. Now, as a consequence of that, let's say down the line, I or Judith might make more money because we are no longer distracted by whatever problem we're having. So it doesn't discount the possibility down the line of some return in a financial sense. But in the moment of the transaction, I'm not expecting a return on my investment. I'm expecting a return of my life, I mean a change of my life experience or what we call return of experience so that then the problem that I have at hand is solved. And that's the principal difference. The ROI, ROE distinction is the principal difference between hard sell and soft sell. Now, one more point. Hard sale, we are not using that term demeaningly because there is a market out there for which hard sale works. It's a particular kind of mindset, and those people respond to that particular kind of copy. It's just that the soft sale or the caregivers or the pe- the return of experience providers, that kind of copy doesn't work. And so the approach in tone and in, in um, uh, the, the language usage and approach has to be different in order to be able to include and attract those kinds of people.
1: Also, Christina, also in, in this return of experience understanding, we hope everyone listening can see that when you focus on the experience that you are creating for your client or your customer, rather than most people in the soft topic, soft sell community, get hung up on thinking that they're pricing and selling a product or a program and They get into trouble there because it's a CD or it's a class or whatever it is. Instead of being clear that what they are selling, what they are promoting, is this result of change of experience in the other person's life that is invaluable. So the return of experience is not just a clever phrase that Jim came up with. It is a change of mind that helps you price your your product or program in a way that fits better for who you are and the experience the resulting experience that you help create.
0: Right so in that example, you know, the the therapist is selling an experience. The experience is the pr- improved relationship, you know, with the child. Correct. And you know, that's the same with coaches as well, you right. know, they're they're selling an experience and you know, when when you think about this, right, when you go to your grave, what do you have but all your experiences? Exactly. Yes, yes you know, exactly. You know, on your deathbed, are you thinking, I wish I had more money? No, you're thinking, I wish I had done these more experiences, or I'm happy and grateful mm-hmm. for all the mm-hmm. experiences I have.
2: Right, and I'd like to make a point here because you brought up coaches, you know. There are people who are financial advisors that focus on, for example, setting up systems, setting up programs for the family that will get the child in college and, and be able to uh, provide a secure base for the parents as they, grow, as they grow older. Now, granted, there are numbers and finances involved, but essentially what they're doing is they're setting up an emotional context within which these people can feel safe and secure and building whatever it is they have. And in that sense, they are also soft sellers, even though they're dealing with numbers.
0: Right, and, and like, you know, you had used the term caregivers, but really, you know, this expands more. I mean, you know, I'm helping people make more money online, Right. but I really do align with this soft sell community. Because for me, my personal goals in life are experiences, are helping individuals, you know, discover themselves through their business and through their online business and and as an entrepreneur.
2: That's really something that's important to focus on because you said help people discover themselves through their business. In fact... A business in which you are not growing and discovering yourself where the business is sort of feeding back to you what you have to learn about yourself is a business that ultimately is not going to go very far because it's shallow and ultimately uninteresting. So really, really well-done business is also a life-enhancing project.
0: And, you know, and that's part of why I became an entrepreneur. I mean, I had a fantastic career in the special effects industry, And I, you know, worked for George Lucas for Mm -hmm. many years, and it was a wonderful job and career, but I knew that I was only going to go so far with that spiritually because it wasn't my own business.
1: Uh Right, right.
0: And by becoming an entrepreneur and having my own business and and hanging my own shingle out on the door, you know, saying Mm -hmm. this is what I do, has pushed and propelled me um in different directions. Right. And it's helped me grow, um, spiritually as a person and entrepreneur. And, and that's what's exciting for me about helping entrepreneurs discover themselves through their business.
1: Right. Wow. You've said that so beautifully and, and Jim and I've talked about that a lot. And what we've seen, people like yourself who are aligned with the soft sell community who are Copywriters, a woman in our community, the Christian copywriter, that's her specialty, uh, our, our blog mistress, the woman who, do, who runs our blogs, she's very clear that she's in alignment with the soft cell community, even though she, the work she's doing is very technological kinds of work. So we're seeing many of the tech support community feeling a strong alignment with the soft cell community, and so they are defining themselves More specifically, that that's who they want to work with. So there's also that element.
2: And Judith and I have had a profound therapeutic experience in the sense of stuff coming up that we discovered about ourselves and had to deal with through the marketing process, which we never had as therapists.
0: So why do you think so many people in this soft-style community have such a hard time charging for what they're worth? Or, or even seeing themselves in
2: sales. Well, there are two reasons, two major categories, and one is is that the caregiver is is by nature focused on the the best results possible in the person they're working with. And when you think of a nurse, a nurse goes into someone's. Bed, goes to someone's uh, hospital room, she's not interested primarily in what, what it is going to do for her, at least not in the moment. She's most interested in what it's going to do for the other person. So caregivers are very often externally focused, meaning I am other focused. I, my value comes from your well-being. Hard sellers, that's not the case. If you are hard sellers, we also we call um, soft sellers change artists, life change artists. We also call hard sellers um, uh, accumulation artists. They're in the business of accumulating and making a lot of money. And before we're done, I want to get back to soft sellers and making a lot of money, but we'll get there. So the hard seller is not interested because the transaction is primarily on a spreadsheet, whereas somebody like a nurse goes into, or for that matter, a coach goes into a, a situation, and the focus, the, the value that the, the provider provides is based on the well-being of the person's result that they're working with. So that's one category. And as a result, caregivers have t- trouble pricing and charging because it's not, part, it's not a native part of their psyche. There's another idea. There's another aspect of it, and that is in our culture, money is so high, it's, it's pedestalized to such a high degree that anyone else who's providing something else, say, for example, uh, well, therapists or ministers or coaches or whatever, there is a feeling of secondariness, of, of second-class citizenship because they're not out to make a big, big amount of money. So they get very confused as to exactly what they should charge, how, should, how they should price and how the pricing is integrous and consistent with who they are and what their beliefs are. So those are the couple of ideas as to why they have such trouble charging.
1: And in addition, Christina, people in the hard sell, business-to-business crowd, generally speaking, went to business school or studied finance where directly they studied the art of charging and and working with the market. When I was in... uh, Graduate school, getting my Ph.D. in psychology, there wasn't one moment spent in all of the four years that I was in graduate school, not one moment talking about how to price, how to charge, how to raise your fees. That all happened later in my office, struggling all by myself to figure it out, and that's the case for for almost all caregiving professions. They don't learn it except the hard way.
0: Yeah, and that's too bad. It is, indeed. Because they're, um, you know, and we say the word caregivers, that's really like an archetype, you know, the archetype caregiver. Um, um, You know, they are focusing their life's purpose on helping others, yet then they sometimes fall short with with the money side.
2: Correct.
1: With taking care of themselves.
0: Right, right. And, you know, and, and in this... What we're talking about, women seem to have even more difficulty than men. And, and why do you, why do you guys think that is?
1: Well, first of all, the fundamental role model for women has been their mothers. And too often, mom has been seen as someone who takes care of everybody else, who steps back and stays in the shadows, uh, may not have a, a career, of their own and so plays down the importance of their role in the home and it gets in into the subconscious into the unconscious that that's how women are supposed to be it's changing but wait what we see is that women's need still today even women who've come through the Feminist movement needs support to really shine in their excellence, to really take charge of their expertise and own it, and take firm command of their business and understand the full worth of what they provide for others, and really see that they need to step into that. At uh, our our recent conference, Bridging Bridging Heart and Marketing 1, One of the women wrote to us afterwards, and she said, I had no idea. I was playing myself down so badly. She said, I have tripled my fee, and I'm still not charging enough, but thank you, thank you, thank you. You got my attention in the right place.
0: And, and, uh, I mean, that is a wonderful um, testimonial to you guys. And, you know, and it's hard because in the media, you know, growing up watching I Love Lucy – Right? Lucy Arnaz and I Love Lucy show, when she wanted money, she had to go to her husband.
1: Appreciate right,
0: it. right. For her allowance money. I don't know if you remember those episodes where yeah. she'd have to like go and beg to him to get her like allowance money and she's the wife. Right. Right? Uh-huh. She didn't have her own money. And um so um people seeing, you know, and now that's a long time ago, but you know, a lot of us grew up on I Love Lucy and shows similar to that, mm-hmm. Correct. where you have that in the back of your mind. You know, and it's funny, when I'm out with my husband and I've left my purse in the car and I say, you know, you have some money, I always think of the I Love Lucy. <laughs> so, um, Well, this is great, and, and, and that's one of the reasons why you're on a mission to, to change this, you know, for women and for men.
2: Yes, Christina, we are absolutely on a mission because fundamentally we believe that the, uh, it's important for the feminine to have a much larger voice for the benefit of humanity in general. And that's happening. The feminine has emerged and is moving its way into the society with resistance from the society, but nevertheless it's happening because of that caregiving, the sense that th- women more often than not, and by, as therapists, we must say that this isn't always the case because women have their issues and their, and their foul tempers just like everyone else, but for the most part, women Women really do have a connection so that they see the other and have a care and a, well, and, and, and a desire for the well-being of the other. So at the last conference we gave, the majority of participants were women. And the point we really want to make from our ability to make something happen is that at all the conferences, all of the conferences we attended before we did our own, Maybe there was one woman speaker on the stage, and maybe the women in the audience were acknowledged by the men on the stage. And I'm not putting the men down because in that particular arena, that's primarily a male-dominated, competitive, who's gonna outdo who arena. So it was understandable that it would be mostly men. But in our case, we have a commitment to make it, to make sure that the stage is 50% men and 50% women so that we can create the balance that we're looking for and in that way bring this idea of caregiving and, and, re, and the return of experience and life, ch- life change artists give them an opportunity basically to have a home where they can stand up in full integrity and say, I belong and I am valuable and I can price and I can have a really substantial income without feeling like a second-class citizen.
1: It was also really exciting to see the age range from a young woman in her teens who came with her mother all the way up to boomers and beyond boomers who were starting a second careers men and women alike who attended looking to grow not just their business but also their spiritual base through the way they wanted to conduct business so it was very uh, uh, exciting and uh, of course we're looking forward to the next one
0: and um you know i'm i'm so happy that you've you've made this conscious effort to have on your stage men and women equally because that just feels better. Uh, I've been to many Internet marketing events when there's usually just one woman on stage. And, you know, the men who speak are all very good speakers, but it just doesn't feel quite right.
2: Right. Because half, and, half of the population is gone.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, um, before we continue, I want to invite you all to attend this conference, Bridging Heart and Marketing 2. It's going to be September 12th through 14th at the Iris Hotel in Manhattan Beach. Again, just minutes from the Los Angeles airport. And, um, you know, not just because I'm speaking there, but because this is going to be a great investment in yourself and in your future and in your business, um, your business future and your um, spiritual Your business future and your spiritual future, this is what we've been talking about. And, uh, uh, Judith and Jim, you have a fundamental theme for your conference. This is so powerful. Say a bit about that.
1: Oh, yes, indeed. Thank you. The, The underlying theme for our conferences is selling is spiritual service. And this is a concept that is new for most people to really consider that when you are marketing and selling what you provide, you are in service to those people who are looking for you because they have a need, they have a desire, and you have something to, to offer that will satisfy what it is they're looking for. So if you are not marketing, if you are not making yourself available out there selling what you do through education, through relationship skills, and so forth, then you are really disenfranchising yourself and you're thwarting the person who needs what you're providing. So there's a lot more that we say about this topic. In fact, it was our keynote for our first conference, but selling is spiritual service is the underlying theme of uh, bridging heart and marketing.
2: And. Christina, a fundamental principle, we we are articulating fundamental principles and strategies and techniques, but fundamental to soft-sell marketing and the caregiving side of things is the understanding that we are all interdependent upon one another. We all need each other here. There's no one that can stand alone. So in any transaction, in this call we're having with you, we need you, not just because you're asking us questions and we're answering, but we need you to make an emotional connection. To create a, to create an atmosphere for in which this these ideas that we 're talking about are really vibrant, so we 're working back and forth, and historically, it has been thought in in, um, in the marketplace that people are separate and they 're struggling me to get less uh, me to pay less money and you to charge more money, and we 're going to go through this combat. Well, we are all interdependent upon one another, and when we really grasp the depth of that statement, then we are not merely buyer and seller. But the buyer and seller are a partnership, both of them co-creating the sale as they go along.
0: And I I love, I mean, I'm I'm thinking this this mantra, selling is spiritual service, and and I've got it written down here on my notes. I wrote it down, and I'm looking at it and saying it to myself again and again, selling is spiritual service, and what that phrase is doing is it's it's tying it all together.
1: Yes. yes. And and when you
0: say that phrase, selling a spiritual service, you can get excited and not shy Mm -hmm. about selling what it is that you have to offer.
1: Exactly. Oh, yes. You just get it entirely. And we hope that everyone listening is feeling what Christine is describing and feeling the freedom, the openness that you can experience when you really grasp that selling is spiritual service, and and we're going to be expanding on that. Our keynote for the next conference is how to build your soul-based business, how to build your soul-based business, Uh, so we'll be talking more about that at the the coming conference.
0: So I want to hear, or why don't you tell everyone, um, the impressive group of speakers and trainers that I will be speaking alongside with um, at your event in September.
1: Well, along with with Christina, who's going to be uh, making sure that your shopping cart is your very best friend, Um, we have David Ricklin, who um, many of you may know from self-growth, and he will be talking about how he – Created an ebook and how he did it, and how the kind of money he was able to make from an ebook, and showing you how you can do it as well. Janet Beckers is coming from Australia, and she will be talking about list building and doing it through expert
2: interviews. And I want to make a point here about David Ricklin and everyone who's coming. David Ricklin is going to be talking about making a massive amount of money, hundred thousand dollars plus. And so everybody listening. What we want everyone to know is when you are marketing and you're selling a spiritual service, it doesn't mean you don't make much money. You can make a considerable amount of money and you can even have that as an intention but not as your primary intention because your primary intention is service and the money follows, not automatically. We all need to learn how to sell and market, but it it is there. And so from our perspective, money is really important because if you're serious about wanting to help others and contribute to the world, it's a lot more effective to do that from a financial base as opposed to someone who's just trying to get from month to month right,
1: right exactly we're We're very eager to help everyone attend make more and more money and not be shy about it at all. In fact, Tracy Repchuk is going to be speaking about how she went from being the producer of a poetry magazine to and and that meant zero income really because. A poetry magazine doesn't tend to sell much, to $95,000 in just five months as a beginning Internet marketer, and she's going to share how she did that so everyone present can do it as well.
2: And Terry Levine is an internationally known coach, and she's going to talk about selling without selling. And when we, uh, when we spoke with her, we were thrilled and honored when she told us that she doesn't do this presentation from the stage normally, but for this particular, uh, conference she wants to do it because she feels so in line with what we're doing. And then of course Christina is going to make your shopping cart your new best friend. And I think in and of itself, how people have difficulty with shopping carts, that is really, really, uh, that's a fun, that's a fun title, but it's also a caring title. And then Jeff Herring, who's the who's known as the article, uh, the article marketing guy, he is he's going to talk about building your business with article marketing, articles that are 250 to 300 words long. Think about that. 250 to 300 words long. If you're any bit of a writer, you can jam that out in probably half an hour, but then the question is, what do you do with it? And he can show you how to do it so that you can create a real presence for yourself on the Internet. And then James Roche is a man who is really gifted at bringing the product out of a person. And he's going to be talking about the, the, the techniques and the strategies to creating information product wealth and then finally, we have one more person, but we're not ready to announce because we haven't got a confirmation we're hoping for tonight. And, uh, and so as a result, that's who we have so far. And the, the excitement about all of this is these are all people who we interviewed, like you, Christina, to make sure that they fit in consciously and inside of their conscience with what we're trying to accomplish and everybody does.
0: Well, I want to tell everyone where to go now so that they can get registered. And you want to go to bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina, bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C, uh, B-R-I-D-G-I-N-G, heart, H-E-A-R-T-A-N-D, marketing, M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G. I had, I had created a special forwarding URL, but it doesn't seem to be working right now. So you want to go to the bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C. And if you're listening on the webcast, there is a button there that will take you to um, where you can find out more and get registered.
2: And, Christina, and also, just Christina, oh, let me just jump in for a second and say there's also one of the problems at conferences is that people have the opportunity to meet each other and network, but they don't quite know how to go about it. Sort of like you know when you're at the when you're at the junior high and the girls are on one side of the dance floor and the boys are on the other side, nobody's making any moves. We have brought in Renee Piani, who is a, r- a rapid networking expert that's what she does for a living. so Friday night we're going to have an event where people will actually get the opportunity to meet each other so that any business opportunities that can come out of that will be made available:
0: Oh that's great because yeah I see you know I see that at events where people kind of don't always know how to talk to each other mm-hmm. and some are shy and some already know each other, so you wind up you know, feeling left out, and Mm -hmm. I like that you've taken – you've made a point of being – of creating an event where everybody can feel included.
1: Correct. Right, exactly.
0: And, um, well, I wanted to let everyone know that um, as an an extra incentive for you to get registered – at BridgingHeartAndMarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C. Um, Everyone who signs up um, under me through my link, the one I gave you, or the one that you see there on the webcast, if you're listening by webcast, um, I want to take you out to dinner on Thursday night. I would like to do that. So, um, And part of why I want to do that is I want to get to know – you better. So um, I want to get to know you better. I want to not only see you at the event, but have dinner, find out more about your business, because I'm not just going to be talking about the shopping cart. I'm going to be talking about your website and the selling process and how, you know, you get people, My, my talk at the event, how you get people moving through your website through the sales process and buying and making that um, work for you. So So you want to go to bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina.
1: And also, when you go to bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C, you are not going to be paying the regular tuition rate for the conference because uh, as a speaker, Christina has the, the privilege of inviting you to a special page where you get a discounted tuition for the conference, as well as this marvelous dinner that uh, Christina is going to take you to on Thursday evening. So um, this is all very exciting.
0: Right. So this special page, because um, I'm a speaker and I'm doing this special call uh, to my people, we are um, – Judith and Jim is going to – Give,
1: uh, knock $100 off the registration. Right, no. out, and, and it's $150 comes off when two people register together. So if you have a business partner, you're, you have a, a you know romantic partner that you want to bring, a friend, anybody that you want to bring with you, then you save $150 on that registration. So we encourage you to get signed up. And, and we're going to come back to that in a bit, but right now, uh, Christina, I want to... I ask you a really important question. Um, you're going to be speaking about how to make your shopping cart your, your next best friend. What I want to know, and I think a lot of people listening probably want to know, is how did you move from special effects to Internet marketing? What was the link? How did you make that decision?
0: Well, when um, I was living in San Francisco um, with my husband and we wanted to have a child, And um, I got pregnant, and I and I had a baby, and although I love the special effects industry, I couldn't go back to it because uh, the people who work in that industry, although it's fun and exciting, you work 10, 12-hour days, five, six days a week. And I looked at the other women who had kids and, you know, stayed in that industry, and someone else was raising their child. You 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 drop your infant off at daycare, you know after your six months leave, right? You drop your infant off at daycare at you know eight in the morning, and you pick your infant up at six or six thirty at night, just enough time to get him some food and put him to bed. And I didn't want to have someone else raise my child.
1: Well, that's, that's understandable.
0: Yeah, so that that was it. I mean, I loved it. It was a fantastic career, but it's like I can't have somebody else raise my kids. So I thought, all right, the Internet, that looks like the place to go. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so I thought, all right, well, why don't I, and this was back in 2000, 2001, so I was like, all right, well, why don't I start building web pages? Why don't I, why don't I learn how to build a website? And I did that, and um, my husband needed help with his shopping cart, so I was helping him. He also has an internet business, and I discovered, and I and I had some private clients, and I discovered that my favorite part of the process of an online business was the sales process, hence the shopping cart. Uh-huh. I loved trying to figure out different ways to use the shopping cart, ways people hadn't thought of, different sort of tricks and techniques. And, you know, my husband teases me I would lie in bed with a shopping cart manual and I'd read it. <laughs> and, and to me that was fun. You know, most people think I'm nuts, but to me that was fun. Like, ooh, how can I learn how to take this cool tool and do really neat stuff with it?
1: That's, that's and, really fun to hear. I really, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's how I became the shopping cart queen because I just loved it, and it was a fun thing for me. It was passionate for me, and I knew there were lots of people who had a shopping cart, but they weren't getting the most out of it. They weren't using all the features.
1: Sorry, Christine, but I wanted to just jump in and say, so what do you see as the biggest holdback, the number one holdback, um, that people experience when they are approaching uh, their, their shopping cart? And and I'm aware that we're getting a little tight on time. We have so many
0: other things that we want to discuss with you, but what do you see as the, the biggest holdback? Um, technophobia, that they they think it's that they think it's going to be hard, um, or they think it's boring, you know. But you know, when you think about all the work you do, put together an online business, right? The transaction happens on your order page. Right. right. So all the traffic you've done, all the Google AdWords, all the, you know, interviews, postcards, whatever you've done in terms of marketing, right, your sales copy, your pictures, everything is to drive that person to your order form. Right. So, you know, that's really the most important page on your site.
1: Well, I just want to speak for having been a big technophobe that actually the shopping cart has become my favorite place to play and learn, and I really appreciate people like you who help people like me uh, change my approach and change uh, my experience, and it's just been wonderful. So one last thing. When people are at the conference and they are at your presentation, can you just give us a couple of benefits that people will take away from, from hearing what you're going to be talking about?
0: Uh, some of the benefits are going to be um, how, you know, you don't need to necessarily outsource this. Oh. There are some things to outsource and some things not to outsource. And so um, I'm, there are a lot of things I recommend that you don't, that you – you know, learn how to do it's not that hard. It's just, you know, knowing where something is, and that's how I help people out. But um being more in control of your business by paying attention to the parts of your business that make you money. Wow. So there's your your skill and your craft, but also like, okay, let's let's look at these things that are going to make you money so you can change and react and not have to hire someone else who takes a long time.
2: Right, and, and train them and get them used to how you do things, et cetera.
0: Right, right. And I'm going to be giving away some of my little favorite um, tips and tricks that I have, uh, simple things to do in the shopping cart um, that will um, lower your customer service and improve, improve your sales.
1: Well, I guarantee you I will be there with my notepad taking copious notes while you are talking because I am really looking forward to everything that you will be sharing with everyone that's there.
0: So um, I want to, because we are getting tight on time, I want to get back to my questions for you because i still got some more questions.
2: Okay. Um,
0: uh, In business and in sales, the closing moment of a sale is spiritual, even sacred. Um, Can you... On that.
2: Sure. You think about it. If I have a problem and I can't figure it out and I go around looking in the marketplace for someone and some help to solve my problem, I meet you and I, I, I go across the landscape of people who are providing things that have to do with shopping carts and I meet you online and I read your work and I say you are the one that I want and I transact a sale and I buy your product. I'm not just taking your product into my life. I'm not just taking your notebooks and your CDs. I'm taking your solution into my life, and it becomes part of me. So after we make the transaction, and I take the product, and I give you the check, and I walk away, you're still with me, and you will be with me for as long as that as far as long as the effect of your result is continuing to be in my life, and in terms of as long as I am an Internet marketer and I need a shopping cart, you're there sitting next to me when I'm doing my shopping cart work that's very, very special, and most people just think it's, well, I give you a check, I have a product it's over with, but that's not true. There's a deep emotional, psychic, and spiritual element to this, and that is that I take you into my life, and when I give you a check, that check is an expression of gratitude, and if you understand it and take it that way, you take me into your life, so we are connected, albeit perhaps in some cases minorly, in some cases majorly, we are connected for the Rest of our lives. That's pretty special.
1: Well, and, and Christina, it's very much like your invitation to everyone listening to go to bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C and get registered now for Bridging Heart and Marketing too. When Christina invited you, she also added that she wants to take you out to dinner. Why? Because she wants to get to know you she wants to open the relationship with you and this is an opportunity that isn't ordinarily available online so that she can sit down and meet with you in person who knows what is possible for you when you meet Tracy in person and you further your relationship with her when you when you open your relationship with Christina and you go forward in that relationship with Christina who knows what is possible in in your future, uh, in your future business. You'll learn new strategies and techniques for sure. But mostly it's the connection with Christina that has been opened that is so marvelous, so precious, and so special. And that is what Christina has invited you to do.
0: And, and, and what I want to do is I want to hear more about the success of your first conference that happened in February and, you know, and tell me about, you said that people told you not to do it, is that right?
2: Well, they told us, yes, they told us that we were crazy that conference production is really really difficult and that we anticipated we expected to lose money the first time out but more importantly they said this soft sell stuff that's not going to work it doesn't work because the people in the hard sell markets will say that, uh, that you know you can se- you can sell uh, you can sell knitting uh, knitting knitting yarn to somebody it's uh, it's 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 the same kind of thing you got to you got to show them what it's worth you got to do this and it all has that kind of an attitude to it and they said don't do it because there's There's not enough of a market. We knew and we know there's a huge market. So we were very successful. We had about 115, 110, somewhere in that area, 110 people. That included everybody, including the speakers and the staff and all. And one of the women, and I think Judith may have said this earlier, but one of the women said after the thing was over with tears in her eyes saying, you changed my life. Well, yeah, we gave her good information, all the speakers did, but her life got changed. And that's why this is so important, because what we did, and I don't say this condescendingly, we give those people who are having difficulty marketing and selling and pricing and being proud of their pricing, we gave them permission and let them know their value. They are very valuable. The world needs them. And so we gave them an opportunity to see that, stand in it, and move forward with confidence and full integrity. And we're really proud of that.
0: So, 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 tell us more and and accentuate how this conference is is different from all the others.
1: Well, first of all, as Jim said earlier, half of the speakers on the platform are women. Christina, there you are. I'm going to be there, and uh, Janet and Tracy and Terry. uh, Terry, we will all be there. So half the speakers are women. That's a very, very different environment, and Also, the theme, as we've said, is selling is spiritual service. That goes throughout the conference. You will feel that impetus throughout the three days. As Jim said, Friday night there is a special networking event, so no one will feel left out. It's very organized. Everybody will be participating on equal footing. Saturday night, Jim and I will be holding an experiential session about overcoming negative head talk, because so often in business, in marketing, people start hearing that voice in their head that holds them back, and we're going to show you how to get rid of that voice. We're also going to be having several success spotlight speakers, is what we're calling them, people who are returning after the first conference to share the success they've had in just a few short months as a result of the first conference there'll be plenty of prizes and surprises and a lot more and it is a fun conference it has a different spirit uh last time uh a photographer that was there she said i've been to a zillion of these conferences i hear so much complaining out in the hallway she said all i heard about your conference from people in the hall was praise and joy that they were here so it is a very 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 different event and we encourage you to go to BridgingHeartAndMarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C and take advantage of the special tuition tuition rate that Christina is offering you.
0: And, you know, um, um, I want to recap um, my special invitation for people who sign up uh, under this link, BridgingHeartAndMarketing.com forward slash Christina. That you will get um, instead of it being 9.97 per person, it's 8.97. So you're going to save $100, and if two people register together, you save $150. And also, um, because uh, I want to meet you in person and get to know you, the anyone who signs up under my link there, um, I will be taking you out to dinner on Thursday night. So um, I thought that would be a nice way for us to get to know each other.
1: Which is so special, Christine. I'm, I'm, I'm so touched by that. And, and it fits right in. By the way, the, the hotel where we're holding this conference also is very different. It is a small boutique hotel. It's just a few minutes away from the L.A. airport. It is uh, not one of the big, huge, modern hotels where you can sort of get lost in it. Uh, There's just one ballroom in this hotel, and we're going to have it, and uh, we're going to have a whole section of the hotel just for the conference.
2: And also, when Judith and I first came into Internet Marketing, we came out of the therapy world. We were both therapists, and we felt emotionally very alienated. We could see the intellectually, we could see that what people were talking about was of real value, but we did not feel at home one thing that happens in this conference, if this is, if what we're saying is meaningful to you, and it really touches your heart, please be there because you will feel at home, not just among like-minded people, but among like-soul people, people who have the same basic orientation toward living. And one of the one of the speakers last time, who was a brilliant, brilliant uh, paper click, a teacher and and a and practitioner, he came up to me during the conference, and he said, I had to call my wife. And I said, why? He said, well, I just had to tell her I've never had this kind of experience before, and this guy is all over the world teaching PPC, teaching pay-per-click. And I said, what do you mean? He said, these people came up, and they were so grateful, and some of them wanted to hug me, and they were shaking my hand. And he was so moved by how the people embraced him. And that's the kind of thing that happens. So you will feel very, very much At home, because we create an environment and an atmosphere where we want to feel at home amongst you all all and vice versa. And so to say it in kind of fun terms, we've made a sandbox where all of our friends can play, and we invite you to come in and play.
1: And you will get all the techniques and all the strategies for how to grow your business, but we're emphasizing that there is another element there that will fit with who you are as a soft sell marketer. And events like ours, typically the tuition is around $2,000, $3,000, all the way up to $5,000. So uh, this is a really special tuition, and we encourage you to take advantage of it. Again, it's bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C, and you get to have that special private dinner with Christina, get that special time with her, Truly, there is no way to uh, fully comprehend what she is offering you. We're not talking about food. Yeah, you know, she'll pay for the food. We are talking about your private time with Christina where you get to know her and she gets to know you. And there's no telling what that could lead to in terms of your future business success. Truly, Jim and I know the three and a half years we've been involved, it's getting to know the people in the business. And, and seeing where that leads you that is priceless. It's absolutely priceless.
0: And, you know, as you guys are speaking, you know, you're, you are creating an experience in this event, which is what's so exciting, you know, about all the networking time together. So it's not just all the world-class speakers who is going to be helping you improve your business. It's all the people that you've collected who are going to be there. Right. So it's like, you know, the, the, the comrades sitting next to you, the, the the man or woman sitting on either side of you, that collection of people that you've managed to collect who are going to be at this event, that group is as important as the speakers.
1: Exactly. People's- and not
0: every Internet marketing event pulls together these kinds of like-minded people That's who correct. are interested in experiences. Right. and making money with their with their experience and what they're selling.
2: Right. And we are demonstrating it right now. We have a connection with you and vice versa. We're not afraid of saying this is a very worthwhile place to be, and we are not afraid of pricing it. We're not afraid of selling it in the sense of informing those who are listening that this is of value. And we say if it touches your heart and if, if this is singing to you, Follow your heart and be there because you will not regret it. And I hate to use an old sales cliché, but truly you won't regret it. It really will be something that you will take away and, frankly, come back because we're getting a lot of alumni back from the last time.
1: Well, and, and we already have 27% of the seats uh, committed uh, people are registered, and uh, it's very early on here in uh, this process so we're we're pretty certain that before we get to the date of the conference, we will probably have to stop registration and and that's exciting it's thrilling for us, but we also want to make sure everybody understands that we are well into the uh, registration process
2: and Christina, one last thing before we say goodbye. there are two questions on the uh, on the, uh, instant teleseminar on the web and I'd like to just give brief answers to both of them. Uh, Beta or Beta from Tampa says, can you define hard sell for us? I hope we have Beta. And she says, how would I recognize a hard sell approach email or sales letter for instance? You'll recognize it in the tone. And I'll just say that one, in very general terms, one is one is invitational. It's asking you to join, like we are. We're asking you to join with us, as opposed to one that is saying you have to have this because if you don't have this, you're going to lose out. Because this is, we're not coming from scarcity. We don't have to. We're not coming from um, urgency. We don't have to. This, this event is catching fire. We're getting notice from all around the world, literally all around the world. So we don't have to say, oh, boy, if you don't do it today, you're going to lose. It's true that we are filling the seats, and it's true that there will be a point where we'll have to cut it off because we have a limit in terms of how many people can be in the room. Nevertheless, we don't have to do it that way, Beta. I'm, I hope it's Beta. And then, and then Beta says, what are long sales letters? Well, long, a lot of people ask about long sales letters. The length of a sales letter is determined by the necessary amount of space that you need to, provi- to make your uh, make your presentation, provide your provide your support, bring in testimonials, and then ask people to join. That is a long sales letter. Sometimes they're long and they're soft. Sometimes they're long and they may I mean they're short and they're soft, but it's all in the tone and how the writer perceives the person being written to. And there's one last one from Sergio. Sergio says, if my audience is a mix of clergy, religious edu- educators, and learners interested in spiritual religious topics, what are your specific recommendations of approach, tone, language, copy, writing in general to get them to act without their associating it with aggressive selling? And I hope Sergio, because I've been looking at your question throughout this hour and trying to answer it from one perspective or another. But fundamentally, the approach is how the writer perceives and understands and treats the reader. If the reader is a thing with a wallet that's supposed to provide the writer or the salesperson with some money for a product, you can smell it, you can feel it in the tone of of the piece. If I actually see you as a human being who I have respect for and I have, I hold you in integrity because I know you have a need and we have to work together as partners, then that tone becomes very different. And the tone will be that which perhaps not even recognized by the reader will bring the reader in because it's all about invitation as opposed to, uh, manipulation or, or even, uh, hard sell persuasion. So I, I hope, Sergio, that that answers what you're asking.
0: And so um, we are um, at the at the end of our hour, and it has been it's really been fun talking to you guys. Thank you and, very you. much. Thank yeah, you. know, you Talking too about the, this this issue, which you know, as everyone can tell, that we're both very passionate about.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Which is, you know, which is connecting with others. Um, so to everyone on this call and everyone who's listening later, if you're an internet marketer. Or if you're thinking about getting involved online, if you're a coach, consultant, you know, any business owner, entrepreneur, you know, you want to make sure that you attend Bridging Heart and Marketing 2. It's a very special event. I'm so thrilled to be speaking there. And I really do hope that you join me and come with me to dinner on Thursday night Make your purchase at bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina. And uh, I do have a URL redirect, but it's, it, so if you don't see the discount there, um, it's at softsellevent.com. You can try that one. But otherwise, you can just type in bridgingheartandmarketing.com forward slash Christina with a capital C. And uh, Judith and Jim, thank you so much for um, letting me interview you, and um, I look forward to seeing you in just two months.
1: Yes, and we look forward to seeing you. We've had the pleasure of meeting you in person, so we get to see you again very soon. And uh, we'll, we'll be uh, sort of spiritually there at your special dinner on Thursday night.
2: And we also want to thank everyone who's still on, uh, who's on the web and still with us, as well as everyone on the phone who's given us their time and their attention for this last hour. Thank you very much.
1: And thank you for your interest in selling as spiritual service and in soft sell marketing. We really value your, your time and your focus. And thank you again, Christina.
0: Thank you, guys. Good night, everyone.